Welcome to today's session of the Supply Chain Master Series by Transportation Insight. I'm Peter Ryan in the marketing group here at TI. Uh, in today's digital roundtable, we're going to be discussing how a business intelligence platform can change the way you see your supply chain data and transform that data into some meaningful intelligence that you can use to visualize performance trends, accelerate operational improvement, and increase the quality of service to your customers. Before I hand the keys over to our panel moderator, I'd like to mention one housekeeping item for you. If you have a question during today's session, and by all means, we do want your questions, please type it into the questions panel that you see in your webinar viewer there to the right. We'll respond to as many of those as possible during our broadcast. All right, well, let's just jump right in here. Our moderator today is Steve Vasilovsky. He's a Client Solutions Director here at Transportation Insight, located in the great state of Michigan. Steve specializes in partnering with companies to design and impl implement solutions built on improving their data visibility, reducing their cost, increasing operational efficiency, and providing a better end customer experience So, in order to drive positive change across those organizations. Welcome, Steve. Hey, thanks, Peter. Excited to bring our listeners uh, the insight of our esteemed panelists afternoon. Uh, so, hey, as Peter uh, described, my name is Steve Vasilovsky. Uh, I've been in the supply chain industry for the past 10 years, uh, focusing on supply chain design uh, and helping business leaders develop strategies to achieve, uh, you know, profitability, you know, company goals. And, and since being with TI, uh, I've been continuing my focus on helping some of the most demanding businesses uh, maximize cost savings, efficiencies uh, through logistics and supply chain optimization. Uh, so first, you know, I'd like to welcome one of my fellow Client Solutions Directors, Ty Walker, uh, to the program. Uh, Ty nearly, has nearly a decade of experience uh, around designing supply chain solutions, uh, really just to solve unique shipper challenges. So since beginning his career, he's focused uh, on systems operations and process improvements, you know, really giving him a holistic understanding of the end-to-end -end supply chain. So Ty, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you, Steve. I'm I'm excited for for the conversation and really talking about some of the latest trends and in, in business intelligence. I think, you know, this is a very important topic in the current state of of the global supply chain. So really excited to be here today. For sure, awesome, great. And then next, I'd like to introduce Jim Nortz. Uh, so Jim's our senior director of client services team. Uh, Jim brings more than two decades of logistics and supply chain experience uh, to our clients, and he also brings with him a wealth of knowledge around the importance of logistics technology uh, that really not only streamlines transportation processes, uh, but also fosters improved enterprise financial and operational performance. So, Jim, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you, guys. Look, really look forward to walking through the presentation with everyone and answering some questions around that. And to piggyback a little bit on what Ty said, this is such a key area going into the dynamic. We've seen changes right now in the last probably six to eight months uh, with the season win with COVID and going forward and how it's changed supply chains and buying practices, that visibility into your data is gonna be key. So I really look forward to the questions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great, thanks. And then rounding out our panel today is our supply chain reporting analyst, Jeremy Mitchell. Uh, Jeremy's our, our supply chain analytics team, and he's really been a key player uh, in developing and enhancing uh, a transportation's very own BI tool, uh, uh, Insight Fusion. So welcome, Jeremy. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah, I actually started out working with a company that contracted with TI. Um, when I came over, I had the opportunity to work in account management for a while, which was a nice opportunity to get back in front of the customer, get 
see commonalities between the different companies and clients and, and develop that empathy working with them again. And moving back into supply chain now, it's been really exciting to develop these products and, and get them ready and roll them out. So looking forward to going over that today. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent to have everyone here. Thanks for joining. Uh, look, really look forward to today's discussion. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, so, so our first topic for today is, is really around you know, the challenges we're seeing in the marketplace that is specific to business intelligence, right? So, you know, I'll go ahead and kick us off um, by discussing the obstacle of, of really collecting data to a single source, right? So, so the most common thing that I've, I've been seeing while working with companies over the past, you know, 10 years is, is getting the right data, right? Or, or data in general is very difficult. So, you know, many companies are, are leaning heavily on Excel, right? Or other spreadsheet tools, um, you know, for collecting or tracking vital data. And, and honestly, while, while that's worked maybe in the past, um, you know, the approach, you know, honestly will ultimately leave companies open to, to data loss, you know, errors, um, you know, the inability to, to easily cleanse and, and, and action on their data. So really, you know, by not having a single source of truth, uh, by housing data across multiple machines uh, or within different parts of the organization, there's really, there's really no good way to make quick uh, and efficient decisions, right? So, you know, and, and honestly, this isn't just an issue we're seeing in transportation uh, or supply chain. It, it's honestly a common issue across all industries. Uh, you know, everyone's got data, right? But but data, um, you know, not everyone has data that's structured in a, in a meaningful way uh, to drive, uh, you know, intelligent business decisions. Uh, uh, you know, beside the underlying data issues that we're seeing, um, you know, one of the other things that we're seeing is is, you know, always facing supply chain disruptions, right? Um, and, and unforeseen circumstances that can hinder our processes. So Ty, I'll pass it over to you to kind of take the lead on that one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and kind of the second, which you had mentioned on the data collection piece, I mean, obviously, you know, as companies have evolved in the supply chain and transportation space over the last few decades, you know, technology has been a big piece of that. So, you know, I've seen a lot of companies with with many disparate systems. So, So you're absolutely right on, the capturing of data is being key and really that's the foundation of business intelligence and having usable actionable insights to to make key decisions whether that be in the supply chain or holistically um, across your business for everything from purchasing to to customer experience so yeah i, I think it's a, a really good topic and foundation for some of the issues that a lot of companies face today that, that you know we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis yeah um, to your point on supply chain supply chain disruptions um, you know, one of the things that, that's really important to, to talk about in today's market, specific with what we've seen as the impact of COVID, is, you know, companies are starting to lose some of the line of sight into the impact of a disruption like the COVID, right? Um, yeah. COVID is obviously, you know, very pertinent and, and top of mind for many people today. Um, but there's a number of other disruptions that occur within the supply chain, you know, whether it be natural disasters, um, or labor strikes or um, carrier capacity issues, you know, anything and anything that could make disruptions to your inbound, outbound transportation, purchasing, supply chain operations. And what I've seen a lot of is, you know, clients that we work with and talk to day to day, they really start to lose the understanding of how are these disruptions impacting my supply chain, whether that be operationally or financially. And having a, a key BI tool is, is an answer to really understanding some of that. Um, you know, for example, 
what we've seen a lot of is manufacturers uh, have shifted their business model into being more of a retailer in some cases um, because of COVID, right? People are ordering a lot more online. E-commerce has continued to grow exponentially. And so you've seen manufacturers to some extent be forced to start drop shipping or, or shipping direct to consumers. And that impact is something they're not typically used to, right? Moving more from maybe a heavy freight model to a outbound parcel model and understanding is that profitable for them? Are they losing money in certain areas and certain regions where they're shipping to? So having the BI tool, you know, really helps understand what that bottom line impact is to different organizations. Um, you know, I think in general, um, there's a lot of lack of, of visibility into the overall supply chain um, as things have changed. And I, I think Jim wanted to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ty. That's a, that's a nice segue into, you know, one of the things that's it's always been near and dear to my heart throughout my career is that you need the ability to look into your supply chain and really track your performance. I mean, that's pretty much known throughout the industry. Nothing really earth shattering there. But being able to take that information with a solid BI tool and look at your like your least cost and your sourcing decisions, you know, and then being able to enhance and affect your customer experience with, with how you communicate out that information, leading to how you make some decisions inside of your supply chain will affect that. And whether you're in a centralized or decentralized supply chain, with some of the, the dynamic changes we've seen in the last over the last year, you've seen people having to spread and move stuff out to try to make delivery windows with the Amazon effect, having to push people for tighter delivery times. So you really need to be able to look at your data, look at your network and determine your service versus cost, the visibility to that, and how do you communicate that to your key customers and your key end users. And that also allows a, a company and a supply chain to make support decisions around prioritization and capacity allocation. Steve? That's no, that's a great point, Jim. Honestly, that, that's good. And, and you know, now that we've kind of discussed the challenges that we've been seeing, um, let, let's dig in a little bit deeper into what companies really should expect from a business intelligence solution, right? So, J Jim, you know, why don't you take us through your view on this, right? So what key aspects should we be considering, you know, with the BI tool? With, with the BI tool, there, there's, there's always some key fundamentals to it, which is pretty standard across BI tools. But what you're really looking for is actionable intelligence. Meaning, yeah. if I look at the BI tool, you know, the old saying, can I can I understand it with a, within three seconds of what I'm looking at? So it's the visual presentation, but it's it's the next layer to that is, okay, now that I'm seeing it, can I get into it and understand what's going on in my network and make decisions based on what the data is telling me? A couple different ways to, to approach that or key items for that. One is having the total transparency in your data. Uh, with our BI tool, your the data is available or our customers, our clients, you can do independent validation. You can pull out and validate and double check. Um, never hurts to do that when you're making big network decisions. Um, visibility and drill down capability. So like I always say, hey, that's a nice graph. It looks pretty, but what does it look like behind the scenes? And if can I drill through down into and see the impacts and the effects of the different selection, particularly in mode and timing and on-time delivery for what's um, being driven on that? Um, then, you know, the big piece that also is driven into, you know, we have the effect of some of the larger big boxes that have been known for a while with the uh, MABD and OTIF and the fines associated with it. And it seems like just about every big retailer now does have some sort of vendor compliance program. So you've got to have a level of data and data integrity and a BI tool to drive that conversation with those 
retailers, with those uh, consumers of your products to make sure that you can keep that on, on a level field and you can stay in front of any potential fine issues. Other big thing is being able to transform that data into action. So, you know, can your BI, form, BI platform, can it summarize, can it pull in the opportunities and can it highlight, hey, here are different opportunities that are affecting what you can and can't do in your network based on service, customer and location type. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a great point. Go, keep going. Okay, uh, so there, there needs to be specific business needs so when you when you look to set up like a, a, a platform or your BI tool, you've got to sit down and look at what are the different pieces from an organizational, from a holistic standpoint. One of the challenges I've seen in past lives is that you'll have data pulled in by different teams and they're not looking at all the same data or they're leaving out different segments, which then impacts what, what am I really looking at, which then adds a level of confusion, frustration, and it's usually beyond that, that acceptable friction where you yeah. really have to try to make some decisions without getting getting caught into one paradigm or the other. Yeah, and to, to add to that, th those are great points. And you know, from an expectation on the shipper side, one of the things to call out that, that I've really noticed over the years is, is many companies will have some sort of business intelligence platform uh, that they use internally, uh, more so on maybe the finance or the purchasing side. Um, it's, it's becoming more relevant, but, but not as prominent on the supply chain and transportation side. So one of the things that, you know, is important to realize and what you should look for in a BI is how does it meet the overall needs of the, of your entire business and organization as an enterprise, but specifically making sure that supply chain leaders and transportation operational leaders have a say in how that BI platform is configured and implemented. So that there is a complete holistic view to all of your transportation and supply chain data that will flow into a BI tool to give you the complete transparency and visibility and actionable insights that, that Jim mentioned. Yeah, that's a great point. You've got to have that one version across your organization. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, I mean, it, it, I think also it needs to be comprehensive and current, right? So, Ty, along the lines that you mentioned about the BI tools' ability to meet the business needs, right? It, it also needs to be comprehensive and, and current in order to make the best decisions, right? So, so considering kind of what I spoke about earlier, you know, having a comprehensive BI solution is is really dependent on the quality, the quantity, and the depth of your data, right? So, however, you know, the BI platform it should still be flexible enough. Right to bring all of that data together, you know, to display important metrics and, and insights, you know, that are key performance drivers, you know, for your business. Um, you know, the, I think the tool must be flexible, right? The flexibility to be current, right? The the, the meaning, you know, the, the data sources must be refreshed, maintained, you know, so that that BI solution can provide, you know, key insights on a regular cadence uh, to never lose visibility on how the company is doing. Um, in my mind, that's extremely important, right? To ensure that the hard work of collecting all that data, uh, you know, doesn't become stale or out of date, right? And then, and then also the flexibility, right? You know, to be able to change the key metrics that are being exposed, uh, you know, from your data is pretty important. You know, the, the insights that you've learned uh, from that data to, to really kind of be forever evolving, you know, creating new insights, new visibility into what, you know, really used to be blind spots for that organization. Um, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, it, it finally, it, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I just can say it's funny listening to all of these because those are all absolutely things that we have to do and we have to deliver on. But the first thing we do and then the last thing we do is, it, is it user-friendly? 
is yeah. intuitive. Can I sit down? Yeah. Can I use it? Because we can put the best tool out there. And if you sit down to use it and it becomes confusing or, or it's clunky or, or it takes too long, it doesn't matter. They don't use it. So, you know, coming from other platforms, which several of us on here have, you know, even other platforms that TI has had previously and issues from, is it fast enough? Can I actually get to those details you guys spoke to? But it can, it doesn't just make sense. And so from when we start and then the very last thing we check is, does this make sense to the person who sits down to use it so that they actually will, so that they actually get that benefit um, and then they keep using it because that's the whole goal, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, that's a great point. You know, just a question for you guys. And I think, you know, this kind of sparked a light bulb for me, kind of hearing you guys explain some of that stuff. But have, have you guys seen issues in, in your careers with, you know, BI tools or reporting platforms being overly um, user friendly or customizable to some extent? Um, you know, we talk a lot about being intuitive and, and meeting specific business requirements. I think there's a fine line there to be cautious of if, as you look at a BI tool um, to not have it be over customizable, right? Is, is it too, is it doing too much um, or, or is it meeting the needs of what the expected user is looking for? Have you guys had, had any cases like that in your careers? I once made a living simply showing people how to use a BI tool, which <laughs> if you pay someone to do that, it's not intuitive, right? Um, and, it, you know, going back to Steve's point, is it current when you get overly customized and, and this customer has their dashboard that's overly customized when you when you're looking to make it current, when you're looking to attack the, the latest change the carrier made and you're having to go through it and, and make changes to all these different customizations, it, it slows you down. Whereas if the goal is to make it as flexible as possible. That, that something can meet the needs well in different ways without that customization, then, then we're quicker to delivery and we're getting those, those new needs, those new problems in front of our clients faster. So it, it's, in our opinion, a, a better way to approach that. Yeah, Ty, I, I, what, what I've seen with that is you, it goes either two realms, either it's too simplistic and you can't get enough decent information out of it to make a decision, or so complicated, you have to have a, an army of business analysts to help take it, to take the tool, use the tool, and then come back and give you the information. Similar to like using one of the high-end optimization tools. It's not something you just sit down and do. You've got to be familiar with how the tool operates. And I agree completely with Jeremy. You get into the customization realm or overly customized, you run the risk of, of twisting data. And that way, instead of having one version of the truth, you can get multiple facets of it, but you're never looking at the whole diamond. I'm looking at just this one pane, just this one viewpoint, because when you run into the risk of customizing, and Jeremy, correct me if I'm off here, but you run into risk customizing, you can ex exclude data elements or things that you need because it ties back across your organization. So that goes back to you want your tool to be holistic to the organization, to Steve, to what we were talking about before, in terms of everyone's looking at the same playing field. Once you vary that, then you, you can get into making poor decisions. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and I'm on Jeremy's side where I've, I've been in situations where they've, they've customized themselves out of the tool, right? Where they have, we have to come in and really spend a lot of time helping them understand and, and, and really not, you know, get, get, get their data clean again where they wasn't so skewed. So 100% is a great point. Great point. All right. So, so you know, honestly, we, we've had a great discussion so far today around the challenges that we're seeing around the business intelligence, right? Uh, you know along with what a good BI tool should bring to the table. 
Um, you know, what, what we kind of want to discuss next is ultimately how TI's Insight Fusion can help meet these needs, right, and help solve some of those challenges that we've covered. Uh, so Jeremy's going to walk us through that and, and where the tool's at today, and then uh, we'll wrap up uh, with some questions. And, and Jeremy, I'll kind of hand over the reins to you there, sir. All right, one second here, and let me get a clean screen. Can you see my dashboard? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. All right. So I just want to start with the executive dashboard. You know, not looking to necessarily do a demo today, but get people a little familiar, answer some of the questions, points we talked through. Um, the first one being that, you know, getting all of the data together. And I think that that's even an issue that TI is we've done acquisitions and we've brought different companies and modes in. You know, we've had to learn to work together and come together and we're doing the same thing here to where reporting an ocean container and an envelope in the same dashboard can, can be a little complicated, but obviously that's the request from, from our client base. So in the executive dashboard, giving them the opportunity to see them all together and, and quickly select, deselect, choose a, a mode, make the dashboard just that mode and back up. Couple clicks and, and you can get into specific question and answer type things. So th this was a deliverable we've been looking for for a while and to get this out in front of them, um, completely agnostic of mode, carrier, size, direction, and, and giving them the ability to, to filter down from this all in view versus us delivering a subset of the data to them. Um, it's been something that we're, we're very happy with. Yeah, and, and to add to that, Jeremy, I think what's really important here is getting a holistic view of, of all modes and, and directions and shipping locations um, kind of rolled up into one to give you, you know, that, that summary level information for your entire supply chain network. And, you know, kind of going back to what shippers should look for to BI is, is a tool that's able to normalize across everything from a container to an envelope and provide that information back in a very usable, you know, reader-friendly format. So I think that's that's key um, and something to, to really look for in a tool. Yeah, 100%. All right, and then in discussing, we were talking about some of the, uh, the performance. Um, obviously, another big one, one of the things that we really discuss is, is they're making the decisions you know, a, a lot of times you're making them on the fly. You're having to go to a different carrier. We have, you know, the service interruptions. Um, we, we have natural is disaster issues. And and sometimes we've got the, the, the buddy carrier that they like to go to and, and seeing what that financial impact is, this least cost dashboards, directionally specific and giving an opportunity to say, you know, we had to make this decision. What did it cost us? Or, or we have a preferred carrier with, with this customer and, and we have to, it's business, but when we get into the negotiations, we want to quantify that that tens or twenties, thousands of dollars that it's cost us to use their carrier and, and just quantifying those decisions that are either being made on the fly or being dictated to them and, and know exactly what the impact is, whether it's a, a little not so expensive decision that's multiplied out a whole bunch of times or a couple of them that had a major financial impact and what needs to be done differently moving forward. Yeah, and that's a key yeah. call, particularly in the decentralized supply chain, where your your, your transportation modes are 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 managed or controlled by various regions or by various DCs mm -hmm. or plants. This yeah. gives the the management team a very holistic view of where where am I upside down and and why am I upside down. It allows you might be a legitimate reason, but it allows you very quickly to drill into that to have that conversation with the leader of that facility to find out why why that is happening. You know, we're actually seeing that a lot with um, 
acquisitions. So it, it gets rolled out or up to the, the parent company. And, and, you know, out of the five divisions, three of them are on board and, you know, things are good, but you've got those two that are outliers. We can actually segment them out and they can look at them separately. They can look at their company holistically, but in a situation where they aren't necessarily on board, it gives the people trying to do the persuasion, the tools to say, Here, here's exactly what happens when you make that decision. Here's exactly what happens when you don't follow a routing guide. Um, so being able to look at the whole company and then look down to business units and divisions of that company um, has actually been a real benefit. We've seen that repeatedly from you know current clients to prospects. Yeah, I, I was going to share a very similar story. Um, recently, we we had a new client that that came on board um, that was making a lot of independent transportation decisions at the branch or DC level and across their network. Um, you know, we were able to identify kind of holistically through this tool where they were leaving money on the table and where compliance wasn't being met and were able to pass down um, some more guidelines and SOPs throughout the organization from the corporate level to really enhance uh, the savings opportunities and the efficiency gains by the data that was presented from this tool itself here. So there, there's there's real life examples where this, this information being readily available on a day-to-day -day basis uh, allows for quick and nimble moves within your network to, to optimize where you're at today. So uh, the, the seasonal calendar started out as a final one, and we're just touching on some here, um, relating to some of the points that we, we discussed earlier. Uh, we developed this back when peak was only, you know, the end of the year, and, and several of you probably heard me tell the story. And, in, you know, the, the carrier comes to you and says, pull out your magic eight ball, tell me what you're going to ship on Tuesday the 24th. And, you know, it became such a project for our clients. I, I got last year, I looked the year before, how am I trending versus that? And, and then at a daily level, shipments and weights. And um, we, we've set out to make a tool so they could quickly answer that question. You can see the extended trend lines, the ability to pick particular facilities calendars that you know in the hover will show you spend and count and wait but then the export will give it daily over any time period you want to select and, and so we had this end goal that then you know it winds up taking on all these other things because there's different seasonality there's different planning needs there's different staffing needs and, and it's really you know manifest into something different one of my funnest was changing the the time period to be wait there's a huge spike in summer and asking what's going on well they, they ship with ice packs in summer where they don't any other time of the year so it became a tool to help them regulate how many ice packs they need to go out in those shipments. So we've really enjoyed a lot of what these these dashboards have become outside of what we necessarily even thought they were going to be, particularly with a lot of the planning that goes on. That's a great point, Jeremy, because it gives you the ability to, you know, tie it back operationally when you're dealing with your carriers and you're looking at capacity constraints that we've seen in the market last several years at new levels where you can actually now look at and have a look at data to help drive the decisions on if you want to have a tiered pricing program or at what point do you want to increase use maybe in a brokerage do for a spike and then use the same dashboard to go back and look at what are my key performance, what are my key customers that I have to serve and what's the secondary and tertiary carriers that I can use on, on the customers that are, are not key to the business. Another one that really always hits really well with particularly procurement um, and trying to measure carrier performance and, and gathering that information. So, you know, we'll see difficulties with truckload and how they gather, did they pick up or did 
you know, you know, did they deliver? When did they do so? And with, you know, TI providing that tool upfront, having that interface where you know a truckload carrier that doesn't necessarily have the same technology can use our interface and get that information to us. And then you know, down the road, it's it's customers receiving compliance. Did they even manifest it? So they know they have the ability. Did they do it? And once they've done it, how you know how often are they on time? So giving customers the ability to to take a look at you know how their clients are being serviced and how their carriers are taking care of them and taking care of their customers. Uh, this has been really well received by by a lot of departments. You know, expanding out from the the transportation roles. Yeah, you bring up a really good point, Jeremy, on on kind of the customer service and consumer experience piece. You know, I mentioned earlier, um, you know, talking about supply chain disruptions, and and we're all very well aware in the industry of the continued boom of e-commerce. And one of the biggest things for e-commerce, specifically in the retail space, is what that customer experience looks like. Am I getting the product I ordered correctly? Am I getting it on time? Um, do I have free shipping? Am I getting guaranteed two-day or three-day, right? Those are the types of things that consumers look for today. And this type of information gives you, you know, the, the real down and dirty information needed to work with your carrier partners to ensure that you're providing the right consumer experience to ultimately increase your own revenue. So I think there's a lot of importance into this this level of information. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Ty. So, you know, some of the conversations I'm having is they don't even have visibility into that, right? So this gives mm -hmm. them the opportunity to do a you know a, a screenshot of what's going on there. So I, I pig bang off that 100% agree. Yeah. The target is a quarterly rollout. Um, Honestly, I think there will be things that will roll out some faster than that, and there will be official releases. But this is going to be living, breathing. We're going to be monitoring what people are using. And if we have something out there that, that's not as useful as we think it could be, we're going to want to find out why. So, you know, we're, we're continuously connecting with Jim Nortz's team, um, getting feedback from client services, and just is going to be an ongoing tool. So, you know, we definitely welcome feedback from anybody internally and externally um, as we can develop new things like that. And and just really give them that that intelligence and insight that's needed out there. Yeah, I think that's a that's that's a good point. I'm glad we we went there in this discussion because as things come up in the industry, things change, right? Um, the carriers change things, or um, specific things in in the supply chain happen that the tool is flexible enough where we can roll out dashboards to the customer base that that meet some of those demands. Um, and if you know, clients have specific requests that we feel might make sense to roll out across all of the client base. Um, you know, that's certainly something that that can absolutely roll into development and, and be available. So I think that's a great point, Jeremy, that this isn't a, a static tool by any means, is it? No, that's that's actually one of the big things we're developing. I mean, right for right now it's a hot topics dashboard, but as there is a change, so you know, we've had some, some class changes, we've had some dimensional changes in parcel. Um, it, it's one thing to say, hey, this is the change, but for the customer, it's how does this change impact me? So, you know, if, if you're engaged with our engineering department and, and they're running those analyses for you on a, a you know, regular basis, then that's great. But, you know, we've got a lot of clients that need access to that same information. So what we'll be able to do is, is quickly get those out there and you can look at how that change affects your actual shipment. So as we see these, these dim impact changes or these delivery surcharge changes, you know, the, the goal is to be days to delivery so that all of our client base can see the impact with their own data. 
Yeah, that's a great point. Jeremy, do do we go over the the customer summary the customer summary dashboard? I think you know I think that's pretty powerful in terms of you know looking at the cost to serve there. I, I think we did briefly. Um, okay. And that's one of the things that uh, I did speak to, but didn't really show in the dashboard is, you know, it, a lot of times there there are these little small financial decisions that we do a lot. And sometimes there are big financial decisions that we do just a few times. So that's why we're reflecting both, you know, the percent of the shipments that were compliant to using that least cost carrier, but also measuring what that financial impact was. Because, you know, I, we can see it both ways and we want to tell both stories because there are clients that are good at some and not necessarily the other piece of it. So we've got that in front of them. That's great. That's great. No, that's good stuff. And, and, and really to summarize, you know, to summarize everything, you know, Fusion's, you know, it's been it's been built on 20 years of expertise, right? That TI has gleaned, you know, from our experts, from our customers, prospects, and and really what we've seen in the market. Uh, and, and and we kind of touched on this with Ty and Jeremy. You know, it, it the most important thing with Fusion is that it continues to evolve over time, right? So as our customers and the market evolves, so does the tool. Um, you know, so Peter, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it back over to you. I, I'm not. I, I think there may be some questions that maybe have been coming in as we've been as we've been talking. So I'll I'll give the controls back to you, sir. All right, Steve, thank you. Yes, yeah. we have had a couple of some questions come in and please don't hesitate to put your, enter your questions into that questions panel you see on your screen there. Uh, the first question I think might be for, for Mr. Jeremy here. So this user wants to know, how does our data get into your system and how much manpower does it take me to get it up and running in Insight Fusion? That is a question I've heard before. Uh, people see it, particularly a prospect, they love what it can do. And then their next thought is, oh man, how much work is this gonna be? Um, Fusion is really just the natural extension of all of the work we're already doing. So, you know, if we're handling your parcel for you, we're, we're reaching out to the, you know, billing centers, receiving EDIs, same thing on, on other modes. We've got EDI feeds, paper invoices coming in, we're, we're processing them for payment, we're auditing them. Um, you know, we, we've got claims that are being filed, we're, we're tracking. And so we, we take all of this work that we're already doing to perform the services that we do, and, and then we push it into Fusion. So it, it really in the course of doing what they do every day, this is just an added benefit. There, there's no setup or maintenance on the client at all. Yeah, that, and that's that's a great answer. And I'll, I'll actually take that one step further, if I may. Um, you know, to Jeremy's point, the data is flowing through from a lot of the services and solutions that are already in place today. So this becomes an extension. So um, as long as the data feeds are there, um, we you know recently had a client that. You know, within a couple of weeks, um, we're able to get full access to all of their reporting and information within Fusion. So without really lifting much of a finger from from the client side, right? I mean, we'll take on a lot of the heavy heavy lifting to ensure that the data feeds are established appropriately. So that's a great question. Um, and to Jeremy's point, the answer is it's it's pretty straightforward from our side, um, and, and not really a lot of manpower involved. Right. Yeah, from the from the client services side, well. What we like about the tool is that this is we use the same tool. We come and meet with our clients on our regular scheduled visits. So it's not like we don't, it's not like you have a, a provider that has some sort of like top secret database that they roll out fancy reporting to you through. You're actually sitting down, it's the same reporting you see every day. It's just a deeper dive and more into a strategic discussion than about, hey, is that data, you know, where did that data come from? What what is it telling us? 
that's the quicker part of the conversation, allows us to pivot to more strategic, impactful discussions and decision-making support that allows our customers to succeed. Yeah. All right, excellent. Uh, I think we, you actually, Jeremy, you had actually answered one of the qu other questions we had received um, in, in kind of a roundabout way. What's next in Fusion? Uh, can you give us a hint of what enhancements may be coming? And I think from what I'm hearing, it it sounds like it's really adaptable based based on the feedback that we get from our from our clients and from what we're seeing in the marketplace. I mean, is that, is that that's been one of the nice things is having the ability to do you know demos and, and present it to not just our prospects, our current client base, and and a lot of the feedback we we've, we've gotten back is just going to make things better. So you know as we get it in front of them, there there are things we haven't thought. Of. And having that flexibility to go back and say, hey, guys, well, we've got this great suggestion from this customer. How do we implement it? And, and we kind of have that flexibility to, to get in there and provide those solutions quickly, um, as well as seeing some things along the lines of, of a whole dashboard that, it, you know, meeting with our, our LTL pricing department this Friday because we, we, we get an idea we want to develop it, but we go to the different, to the point that was made, the different intelligence within the, the company and, and then we you know get it from the client so collectively we're making these things um and we enjoy doing it so we're just going to keep making them yeah and to piggyback off that jeremy a lot of our customers from all over right every industry so we're taking all that knowledge and we're building it into one tool so yeah 100 it, it's you think you know everything until you're dealing with somebody who's shipping tires parcel and you go i hadn't thought of that <laughs> what do we do and, and it, it's it's fun to meet those needs with solutions yeah 100 all right. Well, guys, I think we're we don't have any more questions in the queue here, so I want to go ahead and, uh, and and take this opportunity to wrap it up and thank you guys. Thanks to our panelists for sharing your perspectives today. Uh, your insight, your insights are going to definitely help our audience understand how a platform like Insight Fusion can can help people move from a defensive supply chain management strategy to more of an offensive approach, so they can identify trends reveal costs down to the granular level and look at service impacts on uh, profit and as well as their, as, as their overall profitability and performance. So um, to learn, if you, if you didn't get a chance to answer your question, uh, we're, we do, I wanted to throw up our, constant, our contact information here on the screen of our panel. Uh, you feel free to reach, reach out to them directly if you, if you have a question that just comes to you afterwards. Well, they'll be happy to engage with you and, and, and answer your questions. Mm -hmm. So to learn more about our solutions going forward, visit our website. You can subscribe to our blog or and follow us on our social media channels. I suggest you do each one of those. And check the calendar on, of upcoming events on our Supply Chain Master Series in the resources section of our website. Our next episode builds on an earlier event that focused mm -hmm. on the development and execution of successful carrier capacity strategies which is always a hot topic, especially this time of year. So whether your business is large or small, Transportation Insight Supply Chain Solutions can help you control cost, manage your risk, and improve your customer performance, customer experience. On behalf of our panelists and all of us at Transportation Insight, thank you for joining today's broadcast, and may you master the remainder of your day. <laughs>